the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello, everyone. I'm Mark Schneider, and I want to welcome you to today's episode 79 of Say What?, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the failure to prepare future professionals for careers in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, otherwise known as STEM. As uncompetitive as American education is compared to our peers, it's even worse in STEM fields, which we've now decided to sacrifice in the name of wokeism. Well, my co-host, Pastor George Roska, is taking a well-deserved break from this episode and the next and will return in a couple of weeks. But I'm happy to be in the studio with our technical producer, Greg Garcia. Thank you, Greg. But speaking of George, coincidentally, he and I share STEM backgrounds. In fact, George studied civil engineering at Cal Polytechnic, where both of us went to school as undergrads, while my field of study was electrical engineering. So today's topic is one that has a particular passion for both of us. So to begin this discussion, I want to provide us with a few unfortunate facts. Because according to Pew Research, the U.S. outspends virtually every nation on earth per capita educating our children. And yet we rank in the middle to bottom rungs compared to uh, other people who, other nations who spend actually more per student than we do here in the U.S. And unfortunately, California ranks worse still. We're 40 out of 50 states in K-12 through education, as reported by U.S. News and World Report. In fact, quote, mass scores of California's average eighth graders on standardized tests in 2021 were in line with the knowledge and skills of fifth graders, according to a new analysis of the state's smarter balance tests, writes John Festerwell in an article entitled, Student Mass Scores Touch Off Five Alarm Fire in California. And unfortunately, it's much worse for certain ethnic groups. 
In fact, according to the National Center of Education Statistics, which is the primary federal entity for collecting and analyzing education data in the United States and worldwide, in 2019, black students had an average score that was 41 points lower than that of uh, uh, lighter-skinned students. And this performance gap was not significantly different from that which was measured back way back in 2000. In 2019, Hispanic students similarly had an average score that was 32 points lower than that of lighter-skinned students. And again, this performance gap was not significantly different from that that was measured 20 years ago. In fact, the Fensterwald article goes on to state that, quote, Organizations like the California Mathematics Council are counting on the proposed California math framework now in its second revision, to help teachers bridge the knowledge gaps they see in their classrooms. The framework's writers spend as much as 900 pages explaining and then giving examples of how to make math engaging and challenging and how to weave multiple standards and concepts into big ideas of math that can put math into context, close quote. Well, we're going to have to see if this actually helps the situation. But I can tell you that we at Protect Our Kids have our doubts. In the meantime, and in an effort to mask the problem, California's UC system, which used to be the queen of public colleges, last year announced that they would no longer accept SAT and ACT scores as part of their admissions process. Because guess what, folks? They have both been deemed, quote, discriminatory. Now, this dumbing down of admissions requirements to hide academic discrepancies is known as de-leveling. But here's the question that we should consider. Will masking the problem simply make it go away? Will it make us any more competitive? Personally, I expect our standing in the STEM industry will take a further hit, actually, if the California Department of Education's proposed 2021 mathematics framework actually gets final approval. Why do I say that? Because the new math pedagogy isn't so much about math as it is teaching towards social justice. In fact, as the writers of the framework put it, A social justice approach to mathematics enables the humanizing of math. In fact, it's not just about ensuring math competency, but in their words, advancing, quote, culturally responsive teaching in what the framework calls the new America. Now, this is really important to understand because as we've talked about on a prior program, there's been a new mathematics framework at work since 2019. It's gone through several iterations. Uh, It's over 900 pages long. And in fact, when it went public, there was so much public outcry that they shelved it for a while. And then they continued to receive public comments. But that process finally has closed now. In fact, it ended um, in May of this year. So the only thing that is holding up this new mathematics framework from being approved 
is the State Board of Education, which is going to make a decision on it, we think, in 2023. So given these the, this history and the, the sad facts of American education and STEM, it begs the question, so how is the new mathematics framework going to help the situation? Well, we should probably take some time and actually look to see what's in this framework to see if it's going to address our uncompetitiveness. And let's start with chapter one of the framework that's called Mathematics for All, its purpose, its understanding, and connection. It states, quote, there should be a more modern research related to social justice, UDL, or what's called Universal Design for Learning, and this magic word, equity. In fact, the framework relies in large part on this um, uh publication called Mathematics for All uh, from an organization called TODOS, where they say mathematics education through the lens of social justice. Mathematics for All ratifies, according to this document, social justice as a key priority in the advancement of mathematics education to our country's youth achievement. Equally important, the document states, a social justice stance interrogates and challenges the roles that, quote, power, privilege, and oppression play in the current unjust systems of mathematics education and in a society as a whole. So that that's concerning in and of itself, that now the focus seems to be shifting from teaching pure mathematics and preparing students for uh, the world of engineering, technology, you know, mathematics, and more toward uh, positioning them to be uh, savvy in not encountering white privilege and making sure they address power, privilege, and, and oppression. And we, we can see this in further chapters of this document. Chapter two is entitled Teaching for Equity and Engagement. And it talks about the five components of equitable and engaging uh, teaching. Number three of which is teaching there again for social justice. And they have this diagram that they point out and it starts with, you know, what, uh, what is called standards-based math instruction. And from that we get complex instruction and then we move on to what the diagram terms culturally relevant pedagogy or a way of teaching, which leads us finally to critical math education and that comes directly from critical theory from which we get critical race theory queer theory other forms of woke orthodoxy and finally we get to the ultimate goal of the framework which is teaching math for social justice in fact this chapter has recommended five ways of organizing classrooms to encourage equitable outcomes and active student engagement, what they call teaching big ideas, using open tasks, teaching for justice, supporting students' questions and conjectures, and prioritizing reasoning and justification. Once again, ostensibly all for the purpose of helping students to be better prepared for math and engineering. Well, chapter nine has this title attached to it. 
School Experiences for Equity and Engagement. Similarly, Chapter 10 is titled Supporting Educators and Offering Equitable and Engaging Mathematics Instruction. Chapter 13, Instruction Materials to Support Equitable Engaging Leaning of the California Common Core state standards for mathematics. So there you have it. You see what the priority is, not necessarily on training children to be better equipped to solve mathematics problems, but focused on equitable and engaging learning of the Common Core standards for mathematics. Well, last year, the Wall Street Journal, now this is a paper not known for hyperbole, published their concerns about this particular California mathematics Uh, framework. And especially, uh, they called attention to one of the underlying resources that the framework was heavily uh, relying upon. And I'm going to read a quote from that article. Again, this is from the Wall Street Journal. The mathematics framework recommends eight times that teachers use a very troubling document called the Pathway to Equitable Math Instruction a semicolon, dismantling racism in mathematics instruction. This manual claims that teachers addressing students' mistakes forthrightly is a form of, ready for it, white supremacy. In fact, the concept of mathematics being purely objective is unequivocally false, this manual explains. Upholding the idea that there are always right and wrong answers perpetuates objectivity. Apparently, that is also racist, according to the Wall Street Journal. Well, we've looked at the pathway, and the pathway relies on what it calls strides to advance its pedagogy. Stride one, for example, is entitled Dismantling Racism in Mathematics Instruction. Of course, this assumes that the reason that non-whites, non-Asians have performed uh, uh, well as uh, compared to others is simply a product of racism and not underlying factors, perhaps like the family breakdown, the lack of fathers, financial challenges, and the lack of cultural emphasis on academics. In fact, the words white supremacy appear in the 83-page document 54 times. So-called, quote, equitable math has received substantial funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. On the website, EquitableMath.org, which provides materials for educators, including one on dismantling racism and mathematics instruction. The Gates Foundation is prominently thanked for providing generous financial support. Well, this resource entitled Dismantling Racism, a workbook for social change group, can also be found on the Cal State Education website. So this is a document that is being applied uh, statewide for uh, reliance in mathematics education. Uh, Here's a quote. The framework for deconstructing racism in mathematics offers essential characteristics of anti-racist math educators and critical approaches to dismantling white supremacy in math classrooms by making visible the toxic characteristics of white supremacy culture with respect to math. So you you just can't get away with it. Uh, The problem with math education, according to 
you know, the California framework is racism. And we've got to solve that. That's priority number one through training and social justice. In fact, the math framework ensures that elements of comprehensive sex ed are also liberally sprinkled throughout the curriculum. In one math teaching vignette, and here's a quote uh, from the framework itself. Mrs. Ross teaches fifth grade at the Jackie Robinson Academy. She has begun focusing on developing her students' socio-political consciousness through language arts and wants to bring math into their thinking. Well, Mrs. Ross selects three-word problems to connect with that class's current readout aloud of George, a novel by Alex Gino that shares the story of a 10-year-old transgender fourth grader and her struggles with acceptance among friends and family. In doing so, the teacher is reflecting the recommendation of California's health framework, which suggests that sensitive discussions of gender are more important for students. In another example, the students came to notice the role of gender in a mathematics problem. Students were able to take what they noticed and named, in this case, how gender played out in the problem and consider its implications, enabling critical thinking. Well, what does any of this have to do with teaching math? Everything, if that is the goal, is to reframe mathematics. That is, to disrupt the taken-for-granted, and expand possibilities, in this case for gender nonconforming and LGBTQ representations that students choose to make visible. Well, another third party, his name is Douglas Morey, had his own take on this in his book recently published called The War on the West. And this is a a book that Protect Our Kids recommends all our listeners to uh, buy and actually read. In this book, uh, Douglas Murray points out that Kenneth Jones and Tima Ukan's Dismantling Racism, this workbook for social change group, has been used by a lot of people in the field of education since its first publication in 2001. In fact, that work identified a number of, quote, norms and standards that it claimed were damaging because they promote white supremacy thinking. The authors claim that these norms were damaging both to people of color and to white people. The characteristics selected as being especially damaging, including concepts like perfectionism, worship of the written word, sense of urgency, individualism, either-or thinking, power-holding, and objectivity. Here's an example of what they deem the problem is with, quote, perfectionism, a tendency to identify what is wrong, little ability to identify, name, and appreciate what is right, little appreciation expressed among people for the work that others are doing, regardless of whether it gets to the right answer or not. What about either or thinking? Well, This is too closely linked to perfectionism, according to the authors. And it doesn't have any sense that things can be both and. Again, in mathematics, is this something we want? Or do we want to get to the right answer? What about objectivity? Well, according to the authors, this is the belief that there is such a thing as being objective. 
requiring people to think in a linear fashion and ignoring or invalidating those who think in other ways is a dangerous form of teaching. In fact, as Douglas Murray points out, contrary to the Eurocentric approach, in an anti-racist and anti-discriminatory environment, teachers know that there is more than one way to develop a solution And students are exposed to multiple ways of knowing and encouraged to explore multiple ways of finding answers. This includes, quote, indigenous pedagogical approaches that emphasize, quote, holistic experiential learning and the use of collaborative and engaging activities that show respect for the diverse and multiple ways of knowing that are relevant to and reflective of students' lived experiences. And here we have this term we've seen often, lived experiences. But what exactly are these other ways of knowing and what might they look like? Well, one example of what anti-racist math might look like emerged like so much else in the summer of 2020. During those months, several math people in the teaching profession attempted to, quote, deconstruct one of the foundations of mathematics, indeed of logic itself, namely the fact that 2 plus 2 equals 4. According to these educators, the statement's not true, because 2 plus 2 equals 4 is part of a, quote, hegemonic narrative, that the people who make such narratives should not get to decide. The 2 plus 2 should equal whatever people want it to equal, And then making such a definitive statement excludes other ways of knowing. But the whole 2 plus 2 equals 4 debate was especially instructive because in 1984, there is a resonant passage where George Orwell writes that in the end, in his book 1984, the party would announce that 2 plus 2 made 5, and you would have to believe it. So there are so many problems with the California mathematics framework. Um, And if we see those played out, I can almost promise you that what we will have is not better prepared students for the STEM industry, but our metrics in math and engineering and science and mathematics will continue to go down uh, with respect to other nations and countries that are actually focusing on doing a better job of training their kids in these areas. In fact, we are quickly going to a lottery-based admission system. Uh, One of those pushing for this in her district is San Francisco Public Commissioner Allison Collins, who argued in 2020 that when we talk about merit, meritocracy, and especially meritocracy based on standardized testing, I'm just going to say it, she says. In this day and age, we can't mince words. Those are racist systems. And she's not alone in arguing for this. Ibram X. Kendi is also against standardized testing in schools. People may be unsurprised to learn what accusation Kendi levels against standardized testing. In 2019, he said, I'll say it again and again, standardized tests have become the most effective racist weapon ever devised to objectively degrade black minds and legally exclude their bodies. This isn't a fringe idea. Randy Weingarten, the president of the American Federation, has similarly said, standardized testing doesn't help kids learn and it doesn't help teachers teach. We need to measure what matters, 
like equity and social justice. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time for today, but uh, please be aware of what's coming down the pike in terms of uh, California's uh, mathematics standard. Uh, Make your voices heard. Uh, Please visit our website for more information on these matters and stay attuned to what your kids are learning or soon will be in California's public schools. This is Mark Schneider for Protect Our Kids. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Rosca Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.